feel like I should win Dragula because there's this guttural, visceral energy within me when I'm on stage, when I have a character on. And it's this beast. And I feel that beast in each and every, every one. And when I am bitbitting, I can see that I, that I inspire people to bring that out within them, the fire they kind of hinder, that, that passion they kind of put away because society says, fuck that, you're not good enough. But like, you are good enough. You are sickening. You are that nasty freak in the closet. Like, let it out, be that fucking cunt. And I feel like I should be Dragula because I embrace every facet of that. You know, whatever happens, happens. But I fucking had fun. I goddamn want to be Dracula. I mean, you know, the bitch turned it. Yeah, she the bitch turned it. She she is Dracula. She won Dracula. Yeah, she both is and won. Yeah, she is and won. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I I love this clip of the week. Mm-hmm. Um I think this speaks to well, we also love clips of the week that speak to a larger idea. And um I think it speaks to the larger idea of Dracula in general. Um how there are people that watch RuPaul's Drag Race um, and still feel excluded. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, even uh, whether you're male, female, or something in between, or n- none of those things, um, to put on a hyper femininity is limiting. Mm-hmm. It is it is a type of uh, aesthetic. Yeah. Whereas there are artists, brilliant artists, as we've learned, at least ten um, from this season, that have another type of beast that they need to let out, and it's not the Alyssa Edwards type of beast. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. uh, it's something nastier. It's something uh, less accepted in m- multiple circles. Yeah. Um, even more subservient, subservient, subversive than the subversive. Yeah. Well, I think there's so many times when when bitch is talking about doing drag and. And she's talking about like the performance being this like catharsis, being this like release point, being therapeutic, being like, here is where I show my pain. Here's where I exercise my pain. Here's where I make art out of it. Like that whole Carrie Fisher thing of like, take your heartbreak and turn it into art. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's we, of course, like we hear plenty of drag queens on Drag Race, off Drag Race, like talking about this being a healing tool. And we've talked about that before. But I feel like um, I think bitch is talking about it very directly. You know what I mean? Like I I think because her drag is, you know, you can see all those influences. You can see the pain. You can see the video game influences. You can kind of see everything she's talking about literally in the drag that that point is made more clearly, you know? Oh, totally. And I think uh, for anybody that's healing from trauma or healing from a dark past in a way, uh, any sort of psychiatrist, psychologist would tell you that there needs to be an outlet for that to come out. Um, We're about to record the episode on Freddy's Revenge, and I think that's also kind of like a big idea for repressing something that's a part of you and Mm -hmm. kind of the nastiness that happens when we repress things. And so for bitch to get on stage, also, I also, sorry, pause. I'm thinking two things at once. What I love about bitch saying this is when she's like, when I, when I put that character on, Mm -hmm. when I get on stage, that's when it comes out because she doesn't have an outlet otherwise. And there are a lot of drag queens, especially on drag race that it's, blurred the identity of who they are between their 
drag persona and the the person getting into the dress, mm-hmm. uh, it's blurred. Whereas bitch delineates. She's like, no, when I am bitch, that's the beast. That is what's inside of me that I think everybody needs to have come out because mm-hmm. we're told that it's wrong and we're told that it's incorrect. And so when we don't get to express that, that's when I think a lot of pain um, comes out in other ways, whether that's drinking or drugs or you know sex or or whatever the the vice is. Um, to have an outlet like that, I think, is um, refreshing and um, it's beautiful. It's inspiring, and, mm-hmm. and and that's what she says. Like it, it's inspiring others to allow that part of themselves to come out in, yeah. in, in a safe kind of way, you know, on stage. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting comparing to, because RuPaul talks about the monster and yeah. putting on the monster right. and that it is something that you put on and you take off and you use. And I think that just shows the different ways that, that you use drag. I mean, I think for RuPaul, it was like, okay, this is the tool to my fame. Sure. This is what people are interested in. This is what's drawing people in. Right, this will get me out. Yeah, and so the, the drag was, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a method. It was a way of, of expressing herself that people would listen to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's- Her a, message of love, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, she always, I feel like with RuPaul, it's like she always had the message, just like what medium would people most respond to? Yeah. And I think with Bitch, this idea of like, I put on the monster- um, First and foremost for myself, and then it's kind of like, and RuPaul says this too, it's great if you're getting inspiration from this, but I went into it to to serve myself. And I, th- I, I think that that can be, I think sometimes when people hear that, it's like, oh, I wanted this to be for me, like it's so much for me. But I think it's really healthy when someone reminds you like, I'm doing this to feed others something in like a calling in myself that I need to answer. That's really important because if you're doing your art for other people, I think that tank runs out. Oh yeah. You no, know? no, no. That's like commercial art, yeah. right? It becomes cheap. Yeah. It becomes put on, right? Uh, too constructed, too yeah. manicured and inauthentic. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the buzzword. Uh, when it's from yourself and for yourself, there's an authenticity that can inspire and reverberate, I think even more mm-hmm. genuinely mm-hmm. in others. Yeah. And it's self sustaining in a way. Yes. It's like volunteering. You right. know, right. like you're getting something while you're giving something. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and I think about burnout, right? Because there are so many artists out there where it's like, why haven't you put an album? Why do why mm-hmm. didn't you do this for me? Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done this? I need this. I need this. It's like, well, I did this for me. Right. Like, so I'm, you know, if I don't want to get into a dress or I don't want to be in makeup or I don't want to hug you, it's mm-hmm. like Sorry. Right. Right. I still love you. Right. And then at the same time, like then, and I think bitches is, is a great example of this is recognizing, yes, I'm doing this for myself, but I've also signed on to a certain responsibility right. as, you know, the, the super monster yeah. as this representative is that there is an expectation that I will take on yeah. that I'll be present for fans. Yeah. She knows that the work that she's going to do mm-hmm. is not only for herself, but also important for others. Yeah. And I think there's this running thing we hear uh, Vander Van Odd talk about it at Wasteland Weekend. I think um, this sense that, that Dragula is getting bigger and is reaching a larger audience and is speaking to more people. But I think at the same time being mindful of not, getting diluted and not getting caught up in like what people want and what the expectations are. Right. Um, And, and sticking with that sort of that, that credo of like, we do what we want here. And I think that that's, um, I think that's really important. I feel like that in terms of like queer media, in terms of like popular queer media, Mm -hmm. there's that feeling of like, please don't lose 
that stuff that makes you not mainstream for the sake of being bigger. Right. And can you have both? I don't know. Is there a limit to how big you can be and how weird you're allowed to be? I think so. But I, I also think that what makes Dragula really special would be lost if they had to be more mainstream. Right. If they had to bleep out things. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, exactly. If right. they had to like undersex things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it goes back to the exterminations, which... I've, I'm against, right? But at the same time, while against them, I want them there mm-hmm. because they represent something for the Boulay brothers and the show yeah. that is really important of like, oh yeah, actually we are going to have you go through these and right. people are going to endure it and it's and it's hard to watch and it's disgusting and mm-hmm. it's real. Yeah, I mean, I, as much as like I'm not into watching them, I respect the idea of like, well, we're still including it. Yeah. This is what we do. This is what Dragula is. Right. You know, I mean, you got to, like, give credit to the chutzpah for that, yeah. you know? Uh, and it really speaks to that idea of, like, sticking to who they are. Right. And the argument of, like, oh, isn't it dangerous? Uh, couldn't people get hurt? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Things like that. It's like, well, I mean, Eureka did get really, really injured in season nine. Yeah. I'm not hearing any stories of infections or illness from, I mean, I think, what, Victoria chipped a tooth at Wasteland yeah. Weekend? <laughs> Who hasn't chipped a tooth at Wasteland Weekend? You know what I mean? For one reason or another. Or being wasted just during the weekend. So I'm not judging that, you know? But no, totally. I think that, like, but I think that's what's so interesting about Dragula is the dichotomy between how rough and tumble and aggressive and heartless it appears. And yet part of me thinks as much as some of this might have been dangerous or sketchy or whatever, it's it's been vetted to an extent. And... I mean, the only thing that I can't imagine being that vetted is the paintball one because I'm like, okay, like mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that's there's real pain there. Absolutely, being pierced, like there's real pain there. But it's I think, real. yeah, and I I think there has to be some sense of like you know going in. I wonder if. Like, I wonder if similar to Drag Race, where they get a preview of what the runways will be, do they get a heads up of, like, these are what the exterminations are like. If you're not comfortable with this kind of stuff, this isn't for you. I haven't heard that on any of the Reddit or mm-hmm. anything that they know what the exterminations are going to be. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I guess you know at you this know. point that there will be one. Right. Like, you know? I know that I would never audition for Dragula because mm-hmm. I will not eat brains. Yeah. I won't do it. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be like, this, no, no, that's disgusting. And I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, Drag Race, what if they bring back chicken or what? Well, that's a mini challenge. But you'd still have to eat meat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't you do would just, it. Would I would just... do what Alaska did in the tank mm-hmm. and be like, I'm out. I'm done. Right. Well, fair enough. Can't do this. Queen like that can go on to win all stars. There you so, go, Mary. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. It's not all about eating meat. It's about eating meat. You know what yeah, I mean? Mary? Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, Peter Wilson. We got it. We got it. Peter Wilson. <laughs> yeah, like like Rita Wilson, but Peter. You know, because Peter like animals. Oh, like, like animals. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm hungry, so it's like eating like pita bread. Yeah. Well, okay. Sure. Yeah. It's that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, Mary. Uh, Bitch turned it. Yeah. Uh, this clip, I think, just like sold me. Because also in conjunction with the other two girls, uh, what Victoria said and what James said, it's like, okay, based on even this, it's like, okay, bitch is ready to go on. Mm-hmm. Whereas James, you know, she's like, I have the confidence and I think that's why I should, I've worked hard for this. I deserve this. Mm-hmm. And then you have Victoria and she's like, I've been working my whole life for this. Right. And it's like, okay, next to each other, all those three reasons of why you should win Dracula, mm-hmm. one of them's in- inclusive and one of them's exclusive or yeah. two of them are exclusive. Right. And I think just like where each of those horses is in the race, they're all contenders, but like bitch is just so clearly ahead. 
you know, I yeah. think not just in her drag, because I think they each have moments of great drag, but just in the performer. You right. Know, oh, the, the performer for sure. You know, the I performer think for sure. I think Steven slash bitch just seems more ready at this point. Right. Yeah. Right. And we'll talk about the finale in just a second. But uh, I wouldn't be able to make my decision based on that finale. That floor show was fabulous. Yeah. All, no. all three of those girls turned three looks that I think were all. Um, theirs and mm-hmm. appropriate for the challenge, and I, it would have to be other things. Yeah, I mean, I there's definitely I have a couple question marks or like devil's advocate questions on some of the looks, but overall, the final floor show is. I mean, it's and that's a long day. Yeah, all that makeup. Yeah, it's all a those long looks. Day. That's incredible. Yeah, 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 for sure. So. Well, with that, Mary, why don't we jump into the reunion, uh, and we'll talk about the finale after. But yeah. why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, they are of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Ah! All right, scary. <laughs> uh, which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BDB TV show. I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And we are wrapping up our ooky spooky recap of Dragula season two. Ooky spooky. Ooky spooky. This I have I have enjoyed this greatly. Yeah. Um. It, it's just been uh much like Drag Race Thailand. Like what a pleasant surprise. Yeah. When you get uh, a week to prepare, you really yeah. certainly see a difference. Mm-hmm. There's less stress. I mean, granted, this had a lot more drama than Drag Race Thailand. Yes. But I think that's because these monsters are coming into the race with their pain on their sleeve, mm-hmm. right? Literally on their yeah, sleeve no. and on their face. Yeah, talk about wearing your heart on your sleeve. Like, <laughs> literally what's happening here. Yeah, letting the blood boil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and and right off the bat, if we want to just dive right into this this reunion. Sure, yeah. Talk about drama. Um, we get that little cold open. Oh, this is brilliant. Where we get to meet potential pizza queen from season one, Meatball. Meatball. And that whole... It's like slapstick slamming doors gag. It's the comedy of errors farce. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was great. There was that one, you, that one at the beginning. You can kind of see like. Track. Oh, I saw her waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys. <laughs> But otherwise, it was just like really, I thought it was really cute. Well, what was funny is like it went on and I'm like, okay, this isn't funny anymore. And then it kept going mm-hmm. as comedy does. And then it was funny still. Right. right. Uh, I appreciated it. I also, um, I, I also appreciated the little scene before it with the three Israels. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'll call them. Yeah. Israel, <laughs> Sean, and Scruff guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, show me how you're going to pour this. And then, you ruined it. Who cares? He still knows how to do the important things. It's yeah. like, okay, there's lots of sex. I love that idea of him just being this dumb sex bot. <laughs> I was like, that's a hot like fan fiction situation. So I highly recommend... I, 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 it would boggle me if you haven't seen it already, but it's okay if you haven't, because you need to go, and marries you as well if you're a fan of Israel Zamora. In season one, um, during the recap episode, which happens... After the finale, um, during the recap episode, there's a whole scene with Israel Zamora posing for the camera. I don't know this. And he's just wearing these very short or very small little undies. Um, I don't know her. Very femme. I need to go. Okay. It's really sexy. Okay. All right. All Uh, right. Bedtime story. Highly recommend it. I'm into that. Um, So, yeah. So, I love this. um, Well, after they catch Meatball, obviously, they serve her head on a platter. And, of course, I just heard in my head, your mom scrubs docks in hell. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Dinner was spooky with a chance of meatballs. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah i uh I, so i'm very i'm definitely keen to go back to season one obviously to see vander but like right. okay meatball yeah uh, what are you doing i just remember her in that box in the first episode oh right right so right, i know right. that much i mean that uh the, the season's good it's shorter right yeah, um yeah. and uh yeah i mean loris is creepy as fuck okay yeah uh, it, yeah it's good i mean i because i saw the first episode so i have like vague memories i know i've said like a thousand times like i had hbo as a kid and i saw the first episode what, we know what's <laughs> cool about dragula season one compared to dragula season two is that it is very much like kids in a basement yes that was the impression i got it was like oh this is literally yeah the outtakes mm. that you see like it's yeah, this is like a public library with like an extra room that they're like recording in. Right. Yeah. And there's these amazing looks that happen, right? Right. Um, right. But season two, it's like, okay, this is a reality show. Mm-hmm. It's like, like Drag Race uh, one to two. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They've kind of roughed or softened the edges. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, we, you know, we get to see all the queens, all the deceased queens again, uh, deceased. And we, it was nice to see Disasterina's boobs again. Yes. We uh, see them through the whole episode of the yeah, Union. Yeah. Yeah. Happy for it. Um, I love that line about, like, if you can't hate yourself, how the hell are you going to hate somebody else? It was, it was certainly some shade there. I love those little nods. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but my question is, did they... Because these were all the looks that they were killed in. Yes. So did they have to get into that drag again? That's a great question. I have no idea if this, how they did this, um, if they filmed all the death scenes and all of the like confessionals all around the same time. Like I don't know how they batch things. Right. That I mean that very, that would be a long day or a yeah. long two days maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they would still have to get back into that drag. Right. Right. Whew. I know. Lucky uh, Abora. She was. <laughs> oh yeah. She, she could start she didn't over. Have to. Yeah, yeah. She started over. Um, <laughs> and then I love there was that whole sequence where they were like. They were like bringing them back oh, to life. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. And I just took down the note of like enigma realness. The oh, music. Oh yeah. I used to listen to music like that all the time. They do that in the first season. Oh, uh, I the love same it. kind of thing where they're bringing them back to life mm-hmm. and not the evanescence kind. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Wake me up. <laughs> yeah. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Snooze button. Oh, uh, but yeah, I wrote tens across the board. Like yeah. this was a fabulous sequence. And that's that's the other thing about Dragula that I love is that there's still a drag show within Dragula, mm-hmm. whereas on Drag Race, uh, it's a reality show that features drag performances. It's yeah, it's like a Real Housewives reunion kind of thing, but live. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like this still feels like very much a drag show, right? Um, like they're still in character of these Boulet brothers, that, right? With these dead queens, right? You know? And all those hand gestures. They yes. love a naily hand oh, gesture. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we get a floor show of the deceased queens. That's right. Um, this was. I was happy to have this. Yeah. You know, uh, felony with the eye bulging out and yeah. the middle finger earrings, which I was like. Like, okay, punk girl. Yeah, I wrote, I called her felony dodgeball because that thing looked like a golf ball (laughs) in her face. Um, And then um, Monica some mask because, no, Monica same mask because it was the same mask. (laughs) It was the same mask. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exactly how she always looked. Mm -hmm. Um, Kendra, I feel like we saw this look already too. Kendra Offix. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, yeah, it was like, this just isn't clicking for me. Oh, Kendra. Um, And Dolly, uh, this is a good look. She was smoking Mm -hmm. and half face burn. It was cute. It was was reminiscent of Bitch's first look. Yes. Yeah. I called this New Dolly. New Dolly. Yeah, as in New Delhi. Oh, oh, New Delhi. New Dolly. Stretching for a pun on that one. There you go, Mary. All right. Uh, hello, Dolly. Hello, yeah. Hello, yeah, Dolly. Hello yeah. again, Dolly. Goodbye, Dolly. Oh, yeah. hello again, Dolly. Hello that's, again. that's it. That's hello it, again, Dolly. Hello again. Dolly. I still like New Dolly because it's weird. You but... still need to see Hello again because it's about somebody that comes back from the dead. Oh, Shelley Long. 
yes, yes, I do. Yes, you yes, need I to do. see that movie. I do. Yes, Lucy I do. did die and come back. Yeah, it's a famous line. Um, Eric, <laughs> sorry, Mary. <laughs> Everyone's like, nobody says that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Nobody says it. Just me. Um, Eric and my sisters. Yeah. Um, Erica, uh, she had pink eye, right? <laughs> Erica Blech. Yeah, because she throws up. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Um, it was cute. I like the ponytail and yeah. the bondage cuffs. So I was like, all right, yeah. she's, she's going for it. Yeah, no, I, I appreciated the mix of like that sort of like, you know, 90s kind of floral dress with like <clears throat> that kind of edge of weird. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's, um, and if you see her now, like I just think Erica has she's figured out how to do her mm-hmm. in Dracula yeah. garb, you know? Oh, she's good. She's figured it out. Good. Um, Disasterina. Yeah. The They're fa- called boobs, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting weeks, weeks to say that. Weeks to say that. <laughs> weeks, weeks, because uh, I'm weeks. Because I'm weeks. Weeks, weeks, weeks. Weeks, weeks, weeks. Um, yeah, she had her penis out, bloody nipples. Yeah. Uh, this was a, a good look for her. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Disasterina, she's that Calzone yeah, she's, Queen. She's Calzone Queen. Great. It was great. It's Opened fabulous. it, all that ricotta came out. It was great. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then Abora. Oh, then all the... Oh, uh, I missed Abora. Abora. She was the one who was kind of like... Uh, Sort of like slutty. She's just like slutty. I called it prostitution of Boris's. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. So. Prostitution, prostitution of Boris's. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And then the honored guests, obviously, they. I think that they were all told to wear kind of the same. Yeah. Have a look. It was all this like dark black monochrome goth, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, because like James. James Majesty, Majesty, same strategy is what I called it. Because it was like the same kind of like bald leather jacket. Like I felt like I'd seen that a few times. That's, yeah, I think that's like a signature. That's a signature kind of thing, look. Yeah. Um, like glitter on his face, bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bitch, I just wrote pigtails. Okay. Right? Because it was. It was yeah, it's just the slutty pigtail look, and then Beetlejuice Elizabeth Black. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Vicky, yeah. Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I also appreciated the set. Speaking of Beetlejuice, uh, the the windows were very kind of Tim Burton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, it was, it was cute. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, when you think about the reunion, it's like no budget is going into anything, mm-hmm. and this there was still like there was a set, and yeah. it was it was it was a whole drag show. Yeah, the whole Last Supper kind of thing was was That's, cool. And and the Last Supper, not for nothing, like the image of the Last Supper is also really gory because they're eating him mm-hmm. and drinking his blood. I mean, if mm-hmm. you think about that in like just right. literal terms of what that story is, like that's yeah. pretty. Pretty bleak. Yeah, no, it is. I I went to Catholic school. That's such a creepy idea of like, you're going to eat my flesh. It's like, I don't know about that, sweetheart. <laughs> Maybe we could just cuddle. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get it. Um, I loved seeing the audition tapes. Oh, um, yeah. Abora was horrifying to me. That with that filter, that was that with that snuff film realness, yeah, that was great. yeah, it was yeah. like uh, Blair Witch, and she shoots somebody mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, that's she's insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kendra in the bathtub, give me, give it to me, Mary. Oh my God, <laughs> what did she say? I wish I wrote it down. It was so like, welcome to my bloody nightmare, or something yeah, like that. She's yeah. like a yeah, like she's a blood sucking sect demon. Yeah. Oh, and it was just, it was. It was like a bad date, a video dating profile. <laughs> that's what it seemed yeah, like. It was yeah. like swipe, whatever. But maybe yeah. that's her aesthetic, you know? <laughs> I, I didn't, it did not feel self-aware. But yeah, no, it was very sensual, but yeah. she was like really bloody. It's like, Kendra, I can see your loofah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I can see the suave bottle on the shelf in the background. I'm not frightened. Not suave. Yeah, no, uh, not suave at all. Uh, so, bit pudding um she oh i love this oh, yeah. I, my basement flooded when she's like i eat ass and i swallow mm-hmm. and it was like oh i think i'm very attracted to you now 
<laughs> Victoria's great. But yeah. bitch, I'm like, oh, I, I, I just like you. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm like, oh, you, I just think you're a chill. Yeah, I think you're like a good egg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It seems like uh, it reminds me of a Bianca where it's like you are the same on and off mm-hmm. camera. Yeah, and I whether think- you're in drag or not, sure, certainly there's a difference. But yeah. uh, w- at least on and off camera, whichever one it is, it's like mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna get this yeah. this person. Yeah, that's I think what I like about bitch is like the gut feeling is like, oh, this is just who you are. I don't think you're putting anything on like james or a lot yeah. of the other ones right yeah. right right mm-hmm. uh disasterina i just want her saying disasterina as my text sound oh i mean i i don't think you're asking maybe she could have done that at drag oh drag can matter yeah. yeah um and abora yeah she shoots someone for art it's mm-hmm. like okay yeah Work. it's cool it's very um very john waters yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally um, so yeah, then then the the first course is served, I guess here. Uh, the appetizer, yeah. The appetizer. Um, so uh, there's a little bit of discussion about James, and and he's not pretentious at all. He's just a cunt, which I think we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. They read bitches look. James has another Xanax comment. Trigger happy alcoholic. You got to pop a Xanax every five minutes. Right. We get it a few more times. Yeah, we do. It's not. I told you this is the criminum of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get the first reprimanding of Monique. Monica Shannon, <laughs> drunk. So, I I do have to say, as the reunion went on, it it was uh, more uncomfortable because you realized, okay, there's a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think that there is that point when someone is that drunk they are or whatever are just that disconnected from reading the room right i it is after a while it's not it's not really funny anymore it's just like this is uncomfortable like you're just not we're we're just feeling the difference and the energy i'm just feeling like you are all the way over here and we are all i mean she was belligerent it was it it didn't make me feel good no whenever Uh, i see that it's like oh whenever i see the belligerent drunk it's like the ultimate outsider Right. Nobody wants to talk to you. Right. You know? Right. And uh, and and knowing what has been going on with Monique Shame, and we'll talk about what Swan Thula says later, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really refreshing and, and a good message. Yeah. Um, but yeah, regardless, this person has a problem. And I think it's best to, yeah, keep that contained in the corner and be like, no, stop talking. Mm-hmm. They had the the whatever the electric slicer oh, yeah, yeah the, the the carver yeah, yeah. the electric mm-hmm. carver yeah uh, which was smart um i anyway back to james it james is put in perspective for me in these last two episodes mm-hmm. because he finally comes out and says like look i'm really insecure mm-hmm. I'm, i was really scared and that's why i put this wall up that's why i kind of act overconfident yeah um there is i i do have thoughts about that later in the finale because she she says later in the finale that she's like, yeah, all of you are fantastic. All of you are monsters. But then she also spends time calling out people on why they're not monsters. So I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm going to believe the person that says they're all monsters and is also insecure. Right. Right. No, exactly. I think, I think that's the real person. I think the, the side of James that maybe he doesn't necessarily want us to see is the real side. And I would think that's the vulnerable side. That's the insecure side. Um, so for a person, um, a fan of drag that has come out and said, I don't like drag shows where a drag queen is going to be mean to me. Mm-hmm. You have a drag queen here that says her character is a bitch, is a cunt. How do you interact with that? I don't. I, 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 I personally don't. I think that if I am forced to, 
um, it's not getting swept up or seduced by like, oh, well, I'll just I'll just play chess with you and I'll just go back and forth because they think that becomes the trigger response of like, okay, well then I'll just outwit you right. and it's it's a lose lose situation. I don't really see the value in any of that. I think that I think that if you don't throw fuel on the fire, the fire gets tired of you. Yeah, it gets tired of burning you. Right. Um, yeah, no, and I, but I also don't think that that's the moment to then be like, um, don't you think you're being like really toxic in stage two right now? Like, I don't try to engage right. in that way. I just, I mean, there's don't. there there's value in saying, um, that's really mean. Please don't say that about me. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure, because like, it's not attacking; it's just a defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I wonder how someone, I mean, because James's reaction would be defensive, which is, well, mm-hmm. I'm just a cunt. I'm just a bitch. Right. That's my character. Yeah. And, and like and my friend Jerome, who's just like, well, I'm an ice, I'm an ice queen. I'm just right. mean to people. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. I understand you had a hard childhood. Like, please be nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, get in line money. <laughs> money. I was going to call it honey and Mary at the same time. <laughs> get in line money. <laughs> money. <laughs> money. Line. Oh, money. Money. Get in line money. <laughs> It's a good like manifestation tool. Uh, all um, right, money. All right, money. All right, money. Show me the money. Show me the Mary. <laughs> um, you know, but like, I, I think we all have a rough. You know, everyone has had a rough childhood. Everyone has had stuff. I just, I think that that excuse is, it's really sad that someone is is happy to settle for that in their own life. Sure. You know. Sure. To just be mean. And I. So then, if her brand is, well, I'm a bitch. I'm a cunt. Is mm-hmm. that? I don't think that's really James's brand. I think James is just like really beautiful, really impeccable drag mm-hmm. that puts beauty into horror. And I mean, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind of what I get from James. And I don't know why we need the shade. I don't either. I mean, I know James has a big like YouTube channel and I've like clicked here and there, but I'm just not that interested. And uh-huh. it's not like monstrous at all. Like it's not, it doesn't, you would not think this was a Dragula queen. Got it. Um, and it's, yeah, I don't really know what James's brand is. I'm I'm not excited by anyone whose brand is to be bitchy because it's also like, listen, money. Um, <laughs> you think you're original by being a bitchy drag queen? Like that is so oh, there you fucking go. tired. There you go. Like that's your brand. Right. There's so many brands like that. It'll be exciting to see because obviously this was filmed a while ago to see kind of where she's come and mm-hmm. what she has evolved into because. Yeah. You know, obviously there is pain that she's just kind of working out, yeah. and I and I think if it's if it's your, it is my option to say nope, yeah, not until you know you're not going to come for me. Yeah, you know? of course. Oh, I I just think that that's what comes with the territory. If you're going to be mean to people, then some people are not going to come see your show. Right. Right. <clears throat> and 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 that's you know, fair. That, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, they talk about bitch crying over her shaved eyebrows. Oh, I thought that was so sweet. It was really was, sweet. And like really like that idea of like, oh my god, having to shave your eyebrows. Like Ugh. you just realize how much that changes your face. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, and Coco and uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, who is with Coco in the Scream Queens challenge? Um, Coco. Coco Peru. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of Coco Montrese. I'm like, Alyssa? Oh, um, Peaches Christ. Yes, Coco yeah. and Peaches were just sitting there like, this is pathetic. Right, it's like, <laughs> all I do is shave my eyebrows off all day. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I'm, uh, oh, oh, the next thing I want to talk about is Dolly. Uh, first of all, what the fuck happened to Dolly? Why did she go? I, I wish she had stayed. She's, she's good drag. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the kind of queen where it's like, oh, 
again, if they were to do like a Dragula All Stars, we would see a Bora and Dolly. Right. Maybe Disasterina. Who knows? You know, <laughs> um, I just wouldn't be surprised to yeah. see both of them because it those two. When you think of an idea of like an All Star season, or like to to see in the way that we want to see queens evolve or see what they've done since we left them at, a, at the end of a season mm-hmm. or the end of their run, right? Those are two queens that I think would show us so much more than we saw the first time. Yeah. Versus, I think sometimes there's other queens that get to the top three and then we just kind of like watch them be talented again. Yeah. You know? Oh, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with Dolly, she. It, it it came apparent to me that she didn't throw this challenge. Mm-hmm. It was that the competition mentally and physically just wore on her and she couldn't eat that disgusting cake at yeah. the end. And yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I think that unless you're in that situation, there's like no way to know what you would do. Right. You know, or if you would be able to like muster up the energy to like push right. through that. I'm I'm surprised that they didn't then go to Abora and be like, so she didn't let you in? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, who knows? Um, I guess there were only so many conflicts they wanted to address right uh that was it was funny when they didn't want to address erica versus oh, Abora. I know. they were like this is boring enough enough stop i agree deal I was, with this later yeah <laughs> i agree i was like so happy that they broke that up oh um, god <laughs> I, think, I think we got another miss trigger happy alcoholic before that yes happens. we did we yeah did. Uh, um, um the incest question comes up again this this doesn't necessarily interest me, except that, okay, they clear it up, and we're talking about incest on TV, which I think is interesting. That's the note I had, is like just the fact that Dragula casually talks about it and has a queen saying, I'm the incest queen of season two. Right, right. That's a great tote bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With no context whatsoever. Yes, totally. Yeah. And I hope you felt, uh, you know, validated that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, then nobody, I mean, we got a couple responses, but nobody outright said, oh, that's, that's so gross that you would find a family member attractive. And I'm like, how many not blood related hot uncles do you have to have before you realize I'm making a good point? You know what I mean? I like, see what you mean. I realized that after the episode, it was like hot uncles, hot uncles that you're not even related to. Hunkles. Really. Hunkles. Yeah. Hunkles. <laughs> oh, that's a brand. Oh, God. Somebody's well, you know, aunt and hunkles. Yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of dress. That's who you want at your wedding. That's what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not the hunkles. Well, uh, you could be there. Before the wedding. Yes, yeah. Bachelor, bachelor party. party. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Um, uh, Jinx. Jinx, find me Coke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what do I have next back? Yeah. Um, Disaster Arena is married to a woman. Um, I did love this quote uh, that I think Erica was talking about it. How queer, uh, well, bitch says queer doesn't mean gay. Yeah. Um, I did love this discussion, how it's like, yeah, I mean, anybody can be in drag, it, it, mm-hmm. whether you're a bio queen, whether you're a straight man, whatever. Yeah. It, that's not what drag is. Drag yeah. doesn't mean gay. The qualifications of being queer, you, you met. Well before there was any question of who you're having sex with. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Disasterina has a stepdaughter, which I love. Like, <laughs> yeah. Disasterina, like, being a dad. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's something that I love about Disasterina out of character, because I think, well, we also met her out of character, mm-hmm. but also on the reunion, um, she was talking very much just like a person yeah. that did this show. Yeah. And it was no longer this, like, crazy, wacky... Mm-hmm. And you I know. like that. I, I appreciate too. that we can see like the levels of Disasterina. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, whereas like a Tammy Brown, I'm still not sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> the, the ship is always orbiting without ever really landing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and then there was this Kendra versus the bandmates discussion. Okay. This Mystique Summers Madison realness <laughs> of those excuses. It was a lot of excuses. Uh, I mean, uh, not for nothing. She had a lot going on in her life, but I don't think she was hearing like, right. She's like, well, you know, I, I didn't know more about two rehearsals. It's like, girl, you even, you knew about two. You only went to one. Right. So, so own that. Own that, that you did know about one of them. 
And and at the end of the day, like facts are facts, America. Like you were somebody's dad with an inflatable guitar on that stage. Right, right. right. You shook yeah. me all night long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you ruined the pool party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my bar mitzvah is ruined. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Kendra. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, I did love her argument though. She's like, yeah, when I showed up six hours late, you guys still didn't have anything. Yeah, that was interesting. But it was also, I got the idea of like, well, we couldn't really like put it together if you weren't there. Yeah. If I were the rest of them, I would have been like, fuck her. Let's put together an incredible ensemble and she can just. She can drown. She can just bang the the tambourine in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if, if I was Kendra. It, or if I was a bandmate, I would have appreciated hearing Kendra being like, look, guys, I, this fucking shit just went down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give you any details or any excuses. But just so you know, like this, I'm, I'm having a really rough time this week. Right. Right. Tell, but, why don't you guys plan it? Tell me what I need to do. I'll practice. You know? Yeah. I just think that she's just afraid of like offending her friends in Texas with her malware. <laughs> That's what I think is happening. Yeah, um, I think I she's that. worried that her mother was kidnapped in Mexico. I mean, there was this moment where she's like, if we're going to talk about cheap outfits, why don't we talk about your runway look that was from the Walgreens section for Halloween? Yeah, yeah. All I heard was go back to Party City. Yeah, exactly. Mom. Exactly. It was like, say Walgreens. We've already had the Party City <laughs> joke. Yeah. But, but, but like Party City... Uh, costumes oh. are a step up. Walgreens is last minute. Well, it is It is literally right before the party. Yep. It's like you're going <laughs> to school. You're like, Mom, I need a costume. And she makes a hard left into the Walgreens. Here's 10 bucks. Get yourself some spooky makeup. Oh, and there's, there's literally nothing there's left. nothing. You know, all you can be is a deflated pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, Put on some like spooky nails right, and it, it, like it, it, a cobweb over your face. Right. By the time you get to school, it, <laughs> yeah, you just look like an old antique in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you for Halloween? My parents' wedding pictures. <laughs> what are you for Halloween? Unprepared. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yes, oh, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, I I have gone to Halloween parties. I I, I hate admitting this, but I will. Um, I've gone to Halloween parties, and when people said, uh, "Oh, what are you supposed to be?" I would just say festive because right. I had a mask on and I was wearing a suit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, girl, what do you want from me? Yeah. Can you just like make an eyes wide shut reference? I, 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 you know, people did that for me, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. You and I both know yep, that's, that's not a, what it is. Yeah, right, but hey. Right. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah I'll, that, I'll, if, I'll open that door. Yeah, if that'll yeah. make you go away. Yeah, one time I wore a tuxedo and I was like, I'm tuxedo mask, you know, and it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, great. Great, yeah, 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 <laughs> sure. And then just like, look, they look, walk away dazed. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> they go and they talk to somebody in a Wonder Woman right, costume. Right, this yeah. looks easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won't make me think, will you? <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. I think I was Doug Funny once. Oh, you know, yeah. and people were like, "What are you?" I'm like, "I'm Doug Funny." Doug like funny. the green sweater. You can't tell. Right. Right. I, I don't. You want, don't know what you want me to tell you. I didn't yeah. go shopping. What do you want me to right. tell you? I just went through my clothes and found what most looked most like a cartoon <laughs> character. It was this or Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> so. It was this or the Walgreens section. Yeah, exactly. The Walgreens <laughs> section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where I was just gonna get a bunch of greeting cards. And- <laughs> Gloom onto a pair of jeans. <laughs> I'm a card. Yeah. A card shark. <laughs> right. Card shark. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Is you make a fin out of greeting cards. Yeah. Now here's the flip side of being from the Walgreens section. You get more creative. You can you yeah. can do a this real is, this is like a project runway challenge. I was gonna say this is an unconventional materials challenge. Yes. 
I've always, I've thought about this often that if I was in like a, a party supply store, one of the things I'd want to make is. Oh, you've said this. I've me. said this. I would get those. Tickets. The tickets. I'd get the, the carnival tickets and I'd get multiple colors and I'd make a little pencil skirt. Right. With each line of them. And yeah. wasn't this done on season, uh, season 10? I don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, season 10 of Drag, of Drag Race. Race? Well. Mo- or maybe it was Drag Race Thailand, but there was somebody that came on with a lot of tickets. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Mary's refresh my memory. All right. I mean, Mon- Monique had playing cards. Well, that's different. That's exquisite. Yes. Because she was the queen of hearts. Yeah. Mary. That was a full house yes, right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was a royal flush. That, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was uh, with a little jiggle of the handle afterwards. That was, I'm all in. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I put all my, all my chips I'd miss heart. Oh my god, I love chips. Mm. Okay, so mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that little uh, go back to party. So we belong, woman. Um, so then we go to Monica Shane. Monica Shannon. Yep. Uh, sh- you know what? It starts with an apology, at least. Mm-hmm. Well, and so I mean, I do you know? Well, do you know what the whole story is of of you know? It's kind of like what did Willem do? What did Monica do? Yes, Monique. I do know. So Monique Shame. Uh, is notorious for saying awful things. So uh, I know that um, I think it was Abora or it was Erica was walking down the street with Moniki once and like he just went off on this gaggle of gays and femme shamed them um, and called them faggots and things like that. And it was basically like just a, like homophobic slur, homophobic slur. Like mm-hmm. it was a hate crime. Great. Um, and then, uh, so that was one incident. But the one that I think caused the most ruckus is this: is the racism. That's why I thought there was a racial thing. Yeah. So, so. Soju, who I believe is going to be on season eleven of Drag Race. Spoiler. Alert. Well, I. Th- that's the. They're that's, rumors. <clears throat> yeah, that's so the tea. That's the tea. Yeah, they yeah. were rumors. They were. They were rumors. Um. But anyway, so Soju, I guess, uh, posted was commenting on somebody. And then Monique Shame just like attacked her and called her racial slur after racial slur. And it was just kind of this like uh, this little battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, and, and that's what that was. Right. Uh, and it became public and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a problem. Um, wow. And this is behavior that Monique apparently engaged in multiple times. There, were, there are multiple um, examples on the Internet of it. Right. Um, and some that aren't. Uh, captured on social media, but that mm-hmm. are are d- discussions that are were made in real life. Right. So she just, <clears throat> for whatever reason, she goes off in very problematic ways. Okay. Yes. Um, and you know, she says on the show, she's like, you know, I didn't sign up t- to be on here to be a role model because let's be honest, who's gonna fucking look up to me? Right. Well, that's um, a brings up a, a question that we've talked about with Drag Race, and I think it, especially with Dragula is worth at least asking, like. Is that? I mean, I don't think that that excuses what she no. said or did, but I think there is some validity, or I understand where she's coming from when she says I didn't sign up to be a role model, especially with Dragula. Well, because yeah, and she's like, I'm not a perfect perf- person. I still make mistakes no matter what, and that's echoed by uh, Swan, mm-hmm. who's like, you know, no one on this show is perfect, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. we all know that. Yeah. Um, and so she, so Swan stops her. In this kind of like pity party that Monique is Monique's kind of going into because mm-hmm. it's probably it's all real. Yeah. Like Monique does not like herself. Like this is clear. Her last um, name's shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh she's she's like, You're creative, you're unusual, you make me laugh. You don't have to self deprecate because people do look up to you. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's 
I think something that, that you have to realize. That right? whole idea of like you don't have to self-deprecate. I think that's really powerful. Right. I think so many people. I mean, like we've talked about this. Like Twitter culture is just about like how can you be creatively self-deprecating? How oh, can you right. We've talked about that. Mean yeah. about you battling your like your right. depression. Me when I wake up in the morning and it's like yes. someone crying in the shower. It's someone yeah, yeah crawling out of a, a, a pit of garbage. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And like again, like I understand like trying to kind of like turn your heartbreak and turn it into art or to like express it in some way, but at some point it just becomes like it feels good to reinforce that. It feels good to like it's like, well I have to stay like clinically depressed so I can keep making these memes. Sure. You know, yeah, I get what or you're relating to them. You yeah. Know? You have to find a way out of it too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, she says uh you know, no one on the show is perfect, but she says that she condemns anyone who is just sending death threats and all these other ridiculous things just because someone made a mistake. Um and I love this quote. Put this on a a greeting card no one is above forgiveness mm-hmm. um, yeah. and if they are they have no idea what life is about yet as far as I'm concerned and I'm yeah. just like okay mic drop um, yeah. Yeah. and that's when Drac kind of steps in he's like you know if someone says something we don't like and as a community we say oh let's attack that person let's drag that person let's destroy them this is how Trump gets elected it's yeah. because nobody's having a dialogue it's like oh wait a second listen, you, you really shouldn't say that. Instead, people are like, fuck you, I hate you, die, mm-hmm. you're a whore, you're a racist, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, you know what? Calling somebody racist is, is valid and fair, mm-hmm. and there needs, to, there needs to be something else because you can't just push that person away to go hide under a rock and then come out and vote later. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's- You a, terrify them. I think it's a, well, I think it's a really tricky balance, right? Because I think that, like, you also have to be aware of- you need to know how to speak to certain points of view and how to speak to certain opposition that it's not all the same that like in some cases like there isn't a dialogue to be had i fully <clears throat> i fully embrace and endorse the idea of like when it's possible to have a conversation like have it and like to to if anything to learn how to practice staying with yourself and not getting caught up in the emotions and being able to like you know cultivate uh, I don't whether it be compassion or just like a constructive point of view. Right, that's a great self practice beyond what you can convince or get from somebody else. But I, I think I, some people can't do that. Yes, I totally agree with you. And I also think that what Drac is saying is, as a community member, right? Mm-hmm. So Monica Shame, Monique Shame, no. is is a member of the community because she's on Dragula. She's queer. She's clearly battling. It's like okay, let's look at this person who has racist thoughts, racist ideas and, or is lashing out in some way and being shocking mm-hmm. that's hurtful and violent. It's like, well, let's stop and actually talk to this person. Right. Cause a lot of times when, not all the time, but often when people act out that way, it's like they, they, it's a, it's a cry for attention. It's a cry for help. And it's like, what is going to get everyone's attention? If I, and it's, it's not always super conscious, but it's like, I'm just going to be, disgustingly racist and offensive right you can guarantee you're going to get some attention and the the, either the drug of attention or just the cry for help of somebody see me somebody look at me yeah i don't care how you see me just fucking see me right um that's very powerful and it's it's kind of like addiction where it's just like you you get frustrated with the addict but then you realize that like if they could stop they would right you know like they had control over this they would get control over it right and i think it's um I'm not excusing what she said, but I think that like I agree that especially with someone like this where we have some context and it's someone within the community, I think that it 
I think that Swan is a, is bringing a very constructive way to respond to that right. versus just like let's drag her and always remind her she's a terrible person. Right. Because I think that no one feels that way more than Monique Shame. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Or any of us. Right. No one no one can hate you like you can hate you. If you can't hate yourself, how the hell are you going to hate anybody else? <laughs> I think there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody can be mean to me the way I can be mean That's to right. me. I'm an expert of that. Right. So, like, I get it, you know? Yeah, we're all just a battle between who we are inside and who we are outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I think RuPaul says that. Um, or she gets that from somewhere. Um, just on the other side of the spectrum though speaking about people and having dialogues outside of the community a really great example of that is on sarah silverman's show i love america mm-hmm. where she goes into awful situations mm-hmm. to have dialogues with people and to try to find some other connection because it's like okay we shouldn't talk about abortion yeah because we're not going to agree mm-hmm. but you can say your your side and i'm gonna say mine and then we're gonna talk about cat videos yeah something we can agree on because it's a yeah. start mm-hmm. and it's not making each other monsters mm-hmm. now that's different when someone is literally pushing hate upon you i'm thinking of like westboro baptist church yeah. or just rabid racist on twitter it's like you know what i i'm not engaging mm-hmm. i i can also choose to not engage yeah yeah people like that like westboro they just want attention the best thing you can do is just muffle them out. That's why it, all of those, you know, protests they do at, at veterans funerals and whatnot, they have like the lines of people who are just blocking them. Right. Because it's like there's no engaging. You are just not going to be heard. Yeah. And I think like <clears throat> that's I think that's very valid. And I think that especially right now, I do not want to talk about politics, but I think especially right now there there is absolutely a, a valid reason to say I'm just not engaging with yeah, this right now. Right. This is just not a conversation I can have. Right. Because like either they're not going to hear it or you're not going to come out of it having gained anything. Right. You and, know? It, you know, and also like it's hard to have a, a constructive conversation when passions are running high. Yes, exactly. So it's also it's also important to take care of yourself and get the frustration out with members on your side. Yes. Before you <clears throat> reach across. It's it's really hard to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that I, I just love that. Again, the mm-hmm. Boulay brothers, like a class of their own, mm-hmm. dealing with this awful thing that happened that they didn't even know that this racist was on their show mm-hmm. or this person that said something racist that was on their show. Just trying to be fair, yeah. calling them a person first. Um, and and they were like, yeah, we wouldn't have had this person on. Right. You know, they even say like, we, we vet, you know, six months and we look into things, but, you know, we can't catch everything. Right, so, right. But I, I, and I think that it just... It, forgiveness takes a significant i mean that takes a big person to be able to like see the value of forgiveness yeah and um forgiveness doesn't carry around hate is heavy yeah and forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting it doesn't no. mean uh excusing either yeah right? no it, it it's more just a matter of like for my own self i need to put this down yeah and you know and it, understanding or trying to find some sort of compassion trying mm-hmm. to see the bigger thing going on here of like is this worth me carrying around yeah yeah, absolutely. And I I think uh, we're in this time now where it's just like you you have a, a buffet of grudges you can hold about different things. You right. can be outraged about so many different things. Right. Just don't go to Monique's show. Yeah. Just don't go. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. It's like it's that whole idea of like don't spread 
hate to the queens you don't like. It's just go support the ones you do like. Yeah. And we're not saying you like any you gentle oh, listeners. Oh, for sure. It's My just our lovely Marys. It's just we're talking to the people who do that. Yeah. You guys know. Um, I love how the Boulay brothers refer to the top three as their uh, the Exorcisters. The Exorcisters. That was so great. Yeah, the Dragulous girlfriends. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, Exorcisters. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, that's a great... Uh, it's a great podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then of course they have that stupid. Swan is over the conversation because all it mm-hmm. was was Erica v. Uh, Abora. Yeah, I and I was over it too. I was like, enough. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And yeah. like I understood what Abora was saying. She's like, I think it was just like a white lie. It was like I'm not going to sit there and say on the show that you don't belong here. Right. I well, I only it. put your problems back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I still had to deal with it, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. And I just I, said what I said. I get it. You know, I just I understand. Um, I, and yeah, Swan's like, guys, deal with this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Officially doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Uh, the dessert course, you know, we're coming to the end here. It's mm-hmm. like, who should win? Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't surprised that only one person chose James, uh, mm-hmm. because James was, was, you know, kind of mean to a lot of people and yeah. negative, yeah. I uh, think as gorgeous as he was at the show, right. uh, it rubbed people the wrong way. Like I think that Disasterina, because that was Disasterina who who voted for James, yeah. but you know he really breaks down. He's like, you know, Victoria is the best at visuals, but is not a super monster. Bitch is the best performer, but James is the hardest worker. And mm. I thought that was interesting. Um, I tend to trust Disasterina's uh, evaluation of things. Yeah, I I do think that that is a fair point. I think when you look at James's drag, I think. There has to be a certain amount of hustle also just in his career. And, Seriously. You know, like I I think we we try to reinforce this again and again is like we might take issue with the way James is portraying himself on the show, but like as an artist, as a drag queen, like brilliant. You can't knock his talent. Right. Like it's he's a talented, talented performer yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, with like an incredible aesthetic and um, I mean, he comes up with that. Like that's yeah. it, I, I'm always so boggled that like Abora yeah. and James. I'm like, you fucking came up with that. Yeah, yeah. And Victoria too. It's yeah. just, it's so brilliant. And they come up with come up with it, and then they figure out how to do it and how to put it on. I mean, it it just. Um, I think it's always, especially with shows like this. I mean, any of these shows, reality shows, where you're seeing someone do their talent is like always going back to respecting that because it's like. I might not like the way that you're talking to people, but like what you do as an artist is so fucking cool. Right. And like, you should never be told you're a bad drag queen because you messed up in a challenge. Even Kendra, you know, I know I'm reading Kendra, but like I can't do, if I got in a bathtub and lowered the lights, I'd just slide, drown. I'd slide underwater. <laughs> My name is Yeah, I would knock the suave bottle over. You know what I mean? You're listening to an episode of all. Yeah. I would basically be like, like Valerie when she's trying to film the inspirational oh, video fabulous. in the tub. I'd yeah. be wearing the bathing, bathing suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just want to qualify that. No, it's true. Um, I did love the moment. I know you have feelings about Erica Clash, but again, if Erica wasn't on the season, I feel like some of the things that we got to hear from Abora and Bitch, even James and Victoria, would not have been featured. So in Mm -hmm. a sense, I'm happy to have the producer's contestant because this moment with Erica was super beautiful with Bitch. Oh, yes, where she just, like, got really emotional and, yeah. Where she was talking about, like, how much bitch means to her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I hear you. I, I think all of the queens felt that way about bitch pudding. Yeah, you can tell. Like, James talks about it in the next episode. I think they all recognized, like, like, James even says, like, you're the best artist here. Right. And I think that's, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Um, And I think that must happen on other, like, season six, I think of, like, you know, Bianca. It's like, they all must be like, okay, well. You are clearly the, the best at this. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Raja season three, you know? I see. Uh, 
so yeah, I think I thought that was very sweet. I don't, I don't wish Erica wasn't on the show. I I get it. Like she definitely prompted some conversations. It's just sometimes it's like, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I you did again. You did. You did, and you did. Okay, now, but you don't want to get in the middle of things. You so did. And I'm going to tell you why you did. You did. I'm going to tell you why you did, and I'm going to tell you that you're done, and that's why you're done. Yeah. Uh, so she done already done had hers. She, yes. She murder. She sat down and she wrote. She certainly did. She certainly did. Murder. She wrote. Oh man. Um. So yeah. So that was the reunion. Uh, any other thoughts on this? No. I mean, I just think at the end, you know, I I think the we really got that sense of like uh, the bitch. I think she says like, I found my tribe, you know? Right. And I think to me that was like, there's so many things that like bitch checks off in terms of like what you expect from the drag super monster, like what that journey looks like. Sure. What they're going to promote. Yeah. And we certainly hear that from James as well. Finding his tribe. We hear about that a lot in the next episode. Um, I think even Victoria, I think that they've all found a sense of belonging. Yeah. But I, which is beautiful to yeah, see. Yeah, but I guess I feel like bitch has found her tribe and can lead the tribe. Right. And that's what feels different. Yeah, and it it really seems after episode three that, mm-hmm. it, and probably how bitch was able to act in that rocker chick challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Metal something? Oh, shock rock and metal. Shock rock and metal. Mm-hmm. Um, that, okay, she we just abused the fuck out of her the past two episodes. Right. And she's being so lovely. Right. The whole time has been like so lovely. It's like a Mother Teresa type of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bitch pudding. Mother Teresa. <laughs> Spot the difference. You know what I mean? Oh, mother bitch. Yeah, mother bitch. Yeah. yeah. Call her bitch. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Call me big bad beat uh, uh, <laughs> listen we are going to talk about the finale but but first uh mary's we are going to take a little break oh thank god and uh then we will jump into this floor show finale Ooh. and we're back uh all right scary all right um, scary we are ready to talk about this grand finale where we have uh, Victoria Elizabeth Black or Vicky to her friends if yeah. you're nasty. Yeah. Um, um, James Majesty or Her Majesty. Um, and then Bitch Puddin or yeah. Bitch. 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 Um, I, I clocked the craft reference. I don't know if you did. When uh, the Boulay brothers in the very start, mm-hmm. they're talking about the crystal ball. And they're like, spirits, hear us. Which oh. is very, uh, you know, the seance, the calling yes. of the corners. Is that when they're on the beach? Yes. When they're just a bunch of sandwiches? Oh, my God. It just killed me that we never had that oh, joke during the episode. God. And I thought, I was like, sandwiches. Boo. Ghosts applauding. <laughs> sandwiches. Um, so, yeah. So then we get these death scenes of the top three, which we didn't get, right? Which I thought was cool because we didn't. Oh, they didn't get to die. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I, I loved, oh, because I had... Because I think they first did like a little recap. There was like a recap. Oh, of the very season. short. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, of course, we heard James. We yes. heard Trigger Happy. Um, we got uh, attention, human males, which I was so happy to hear <laughs> sure. again. Bitch winning the Scream Queen challenge. These are like the things, like the moments that we keep repeating. Right. Um, he's murdering my pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like all disaster arena. It was that. It was <laughs> a Boris fanography during that oh, lip sync. Like these were like the highlight moments. Sure, yeah. Sure. And then. Um, Oh, that Wasteland Weekend fight with the bags. Oh, we love that. She's oh, yes. so cathartic. Yes, we yeah. love that. Um, Where Victoria chipped her tooth. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Right, right, right. Um, 
And then, oh, I, uh, before we, we get into these, these death scenes, I just wanted to mention the, they were summoning the spirits of Divine, Vampira, and the Lady Liberace. Yes. Now, I'm assuming the, I, I meant to look it up, and then I had to hit the road. Is the, la- the Lady Liberace is an actual queen. They're not talking about Liberace. I thought they were talking about Liberace, Mary. I wasn't sure. So I, sometimes it's good to do research. Sometimes it's like, hey, Marys, fill us in. What are kitchens? Who's Lady Liberace? <laughs> <laughs> Um, who is after peppermint yeah who yeah why you acting brand new um, uh but yeah so spirits hear us the yes. craft um these death scenes i thought uh, that victoria did great i thought she was okay i mean bitch to me was the best oh, one. of course yeah of look, course. looking for her porto john yeah. yes here for a hot time she's so like i knew it's just i i her references i totally see what she's pulling right from. no i know and it's so about. smart um james with this grinder hookup i there's so it, it starts and you're like, okay, ugh, mm-hmm. this thing again, the going to the festival. But then after a while, the more she kept saying daddy, I was like, this is great. You're <laughs> buying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally buying yeah. Daddy. You're nine feet away. Daddy. Where are you? Daddy. Was like, you would see him. <laughs> um, and so it was I, great. I called her Laganja a strangled. Because okay. She was giving me like Laganja realness. In Got this it. Clip. Um, yeah. I mean, her acting and, and Victoria's, I think the difference is I can hear them acting, whereas bitch, she's very in it. So bitch to me reminds me more of John Waters, mm -hmm. where it's like acceptable. Mm -hmm. And then James and Victoria, it's like, oh, this, these are the movies we made in high school. Right, right. Because I think that bitch, I mean, that it, it, where it was very much like my friend is behind the camera. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas bitch, I just feel like part of her aesthetic I've really picked up or what I can see from what she does is there's always this there's always this trashiness. There's always this kind of like John Waters kind of trashiness. That, and I think, and that works in like the lowest of budgets so long as you commit to it. Sure. You know? And I think that's why like her, her vibe works in like really low budget situations because right. she knows how to play that like direct to video girl. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so it's just lifetime. Right. Right. Just like, you know, you real like filmed on video in like 94. Right. Yeah. Just really cheesy shit. I mean, all three of them made me smile um, just because of the gimmick that it was. And, you know, they're filming their death scenes. It was I was smiling at all of them. And then bitch, it was just like she even didn't even do that much. No. And it was. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. She's like, that's not supposed to go in there or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. Um, she was great. So uh, then, of course, you know they 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 realize that how are they going to figure out a winner? There's only one way: the floor show. Right, and I just I show. just love that whole idea of oh yeah, when all else fails, just have a floor show. Just have a floor show. You, yeah, I just love the oh, floor <laughs> show. I'm so sad that we're leaving floor yeah, shows. We, we, you know, we can still call the runways a floor yes, show, Mary. Yes, yes, floor, yeah. floor, floor, floor show. Yeah. Um, I mean, Glamazonian <laughs> Airways is a bit of a floor, That's a floor show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah floor definitely. Show. Um, I mean, it's not it's not a highly edited version of it to, you know, punk rock. No, I, that would be music. more like the season eight Wizard of Oz right. montage. That was terrible. Yes, that was a floor show. Yeah, that was. A, and it was bad. Yeah. And that was like yeah. a dirt floor show. It was if not good. I dream of an end. You know, you know what has floor shows? Prancing Queen with Alyssa Edwards, which we were we were going to talk so about. I thought it was soon. called Dancing Queen. OK, OK. Great. Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, but I'm only saying because I thought you watched it. I'm saying that, like, 
all this time I thought it was called Dancing Queen and I haven't watched it, but you've watched the whole thing. Yes, it's Dancing Queen. Okay. That, so just, I messed I'm, up. I'm not. I did a bad thing. And that's not what this was. <laughs> I, any, okay, no, I understand. Go on. I understand. Yeah. But anyway, so there are floor shows on Dancing Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just some little drag shows throughout, which, and you're right. just kind of like, oh, they're having a good time. And then they put some music behind it and edited it for, right. you know, three minutes a that we get, to, we get to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Well, gr- well, then maybe I'll watch it. Well, we you are going to watch it because we're going to talk about it. Right. Oh, that's right. We are going to talk about it mary's uh get ready we'll talk about that towards the end of the episode yes um so yes we i did mention they had that like audio montage of all those different lines before we cut to like the queens in the boudoir oh and it was just like the power of editing because it all made it sound like you know when you kind of pull all the most dramatic lines and you put it into a montage it's it's like a trailer for a movie okay you're like oh man this is gonna be crazy yeah and it's just like a a condensation of drama drag race does this all the time right and they're like previews yeah i know what you're talking about um or or like recaps even Mm -hmm. yeah 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 or like the the intro to to, the old intro to untucked yeah oh right yes 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 Mm -hmm. yes uh, I love those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bitch, yeah. um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And what was... The, uh, oh, it was a door going, that's the name of the fucking game. You know? And it's like, well, I know you're going to go really far because I haven't seen that look yet. I haven't yet. seen that look yet. Yeah. yeah, you hate watching those. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, we have this... Uh, I guess they're all in the boudoir together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have to get ready. And um, Yeah, bitch, help James, I guess, I guess, get through the reunion hate. Yeah. You know, I have to say... I, honestly, I mean, and I have read Miss Majesty for mostly filth, at least for her attitude all season. And I really felt like we were finally seeing who James really was. I wasn't getting the the performative vibe anymore. Right. I I kind of really started to like James a little in in these moments when he wasn't doing that voice. He wasn't right. doing that 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 you know uh laganja voice yes exactly that like, in a way ma- that make makeup tutorial voice that yes. he does you know and it was like oh i really think i see you and i really like this and i also can feel it's impermanence like i feel like as soon as you realize you're not being as soon as you realize how real you're being you're gonna stop yeah you're gonna say something mean yeah yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. but yeah it uh i saw insecurity uh, and it was obvious throughout the whole season in that voice mm-hmm. and so hearing this it was like Okay, I think James is like ready to kind of like just kind of okay, here he is. Yeah. I I thought that was I thought it was really great. Um and I, they they did this format of like basically we were having these like one-on-one conversations with the queens of them telling us, you know, just instead of doing a tic-tac lunch or just like keeping it to those talking heads, I thought this way of doing it was really cool. Where we well, were, they're not talking to each other. You mean no? Where they're the kind camera. of talking to us. Yeah, yeah they're kind of like doing. Right. They kind of go down the line. They mm-hmm. we don't hear the question asked, but we know that the question is going to be like, "Why should you win, Dragula?" Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I thought it was it was cool. It was kind of fun. I, I think that James is actually pretty good at it. I think that. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I, what does he say? Uh, you know, girls on the show are saying "f you" to trends. There's mm-hmm. no fears, no regrets. You know, he wants to change what drag is about, where it's going, mm-hmm. um, and he's really singing the praise of the Boulets and Dragula in general of how yeah. they're making a whole new path, which I thought was uh, great, and it wasn't about him, which I liked. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I know we were talking about it before we recorded, but I, I actually kind of. I really connected with when he was saying like, you know, and and when you don't really fit in and then you, you know, you come to something like this and like, you're not, 
and she says, and it's that kind of thing of like, when you get upset, you just kind of like say things. She's like, and you're not, you know, you're not a person. And I, and that made me think of like Valerie Cherish. Like I'm somebody. Right. And I thought, oh, and Valerie is so like, so, abrasive. Yeah, like right. oh, I see you yeah, right, right now. Right. And I believe this moment. I don't think you're producing this. Yeah. Um, and if you are, then you actually a better actress than I've given you credit. But I, I think that, that, that way of saying that, like, they don't see you as a person, like, I was like, okay, oh, okay, so that's how this feels. Right. Okay, all right. right. Uh, Does it excuse some of the behavior on the show? N- no, but at the same time, we can understand it now. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you were scared shitless. Yeah, but, you know, explanations are not excuses. Right. Explanations are explanations. Explanations are context, you know? I'm just going to turn on the lights in here. Go for it. Uh, and so I just felt like I was getting context about James that I believed. You know, when I hear things like, like I think I think when I have to let James tell me the context, I don't buy it. But when I can see it, when he can't produce it, you know, like when when Valerie's telling the story in the comeback about field hockey and they wouldn't let me be in the picture. Yeah, we. Yeah, that's what this felt. She like. She wasn't producing that. Yeah, at that moment. yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder how James. I know James is uh, active on Reddit, mm-hmm. um, and so when I've been reading Reddit uh, throughout the past few weeks, uh, hearing James say things, it's like okay, I, I feel like James is has seen a different side of himself mm-hmm. just from watching the show. Oh, I have to imagine that like when you watch this, you see elements of yourself that you were never aware of. Right. Um, I think on, I was listening to race chasers and they're talking about season two now and they do like they did with season one. They did Tammy tidbits. Right. And now they're doing Tati tidbit, oh, tidbits. Tati. And they were asking her about like, thank you. And she's like, I didn't know I said it that much. <laughs> I didn't come in with that as a catchphrase. It just turned out. I said it a lot. So I, Ran with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sponge. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I we, we talked about bitch uh, and how beautiful she was in this mm-hmm. little moment. Victoria was interesting. Um, she spoke about how she's always just been an artist and how she feels like this moment is what she's kind of been working towards. I don't agree. I think that this is just a benchmark. Yep. That this is something for her to even see more past her visual art artistry mm-hmm. that, Oh, there's actually performance that I can add to it that yeah. I'm good at, that I can excel at. Mm-hmm. So I hope that this is uh, just one level up yeah. that she can then keep going to, to higher heights. I agree. I mean, we can talk about it later, but there's so much about like knowing who Victoria Elizabeth black is. And like, I have to be honest, I still don't really know. And I think that I wonder if she really knows um, and I think I agree with you. I think that that Dragula was a great way to really like seal up like who here's who you can be and here's a direction you can go. But I I, I definitely even in the in the, you know, I you know, talking about the reunion and kind of like seeing her there. And then, of course, in the, this episode, I thought Victoria's great, but she's not going to win. OK, like she's not the one of these three to win. I, based on the floor show, I thought she was, it was either her or bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I, she was honestly, I think I probably had the most critiques for her floor show. Really? Yeah. I yeah. had the most critiques for James. All right. Well, we'll get to those. Well, I'm right. Yeah, sure. I'm the Mary. Sure, prancing queen. Oh sure God, you are. I hope you eat shit. <laughs> I just hope you eat shit. Well, it's always good to be nice and inclusive, isn't it? Oh, my it? God. Um, so, um, so yes, yeah, so we talk about, uh, they go through the journeys. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like a, another clip show of all three. We see more of James with these annex. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
That's a tote bag. Um, but this is what I've been referencing all season. You know, I think last episode I said I've never seen the finale, which was true. I had never really, I don't think I remember seeing the floor show because I would have mm-hmm. remembered Bitch Pudding. Yeah. But um, I do remember seeing this because I, I thought this happened on like some reunion or something. Um, but yeah, Drac uh, confesses to Victoria and it says like, look, you know, I wanted you to think I didn't like you, but mm-hmm. I liked you. You just came in so strong. And uh, he said he did all of this so that you would get better and that there'd be a fire under your ass. Um, you know, it's a producer admitting to manipulation, right. uh, which I think is good mm-hmm. um, and is is healthy. And Victoria also took it in a healthy way of like, right. yeah, no, I enjoy the critiques. Like, mm-hmm. like that's coming from a superstar of like, yeah. okay, no, 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 I, it was good. Mm-hmm. No, it really helped me. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was really impressive that she was like, no, I, I needed to hear that stuff and I'm glad that you did. Uh, I... Yeah, no, I think that Victoria has. She never cracked. Like no. she, she wasn't like, this is so, they're so mean to me. It wasn't yeah. like that. No, she has like what it takes. I just think not yet. You know, like she's. I mean, she'd be one if they had an all stars. Would be like, okay, well, like shit. She's on this show, right? She gonna win, right? It'd be like Alaska on All Stars too, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or Trixie, right, Colin? Oh, sure. Shangela. Yeah. Shangela. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Shangela. <laughs> no, the two of them, that was going to All-Stars 3, it was like, well, it's either Shangela or Trixie. That's... Uh, I thought it was Shangela or Ben. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, I think it was like when you go in, you're kind of out of like the queens, you kind of think... Oh, you're gonna. This is this is your season, right? And then when right. Ben started winning, I was like, Oh, oh, it's Ben's season. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, Dela. Yeah, well, all right, fine. Yeah, um, it's your show. Yeah. Oh, it's her show. <laughs> it's her show. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, so we have uh, James. I think when they were recapping James, James being a bitch versus a great artist throughout the season, mm-hmm. we kind of see that dichotomy. And then bitch, uh, we also get to hear. <gasps> The quote that we get wrong. Of course we do. Yeah. yeah. It's 80s glam rock. What about it was expensive? Yeah, it's 80s glam rock. And I was like, all right, well, I, I'm still going to do it my way, but I, I appreciate that there <laughs> what was. What about 80s glam rock is expensive? What about 80s glam rock It's 80s expensive. glam rock. What about it was expensive? <laughs> and then sometimes, what's expensive about 80s glam rock? Right, right, you right, right, switch right, it all right. around. Totally. Um, I... I love in in these moments this kind of recap moment when we see Swan's mohawk. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed yes, with the mohawk, the boy hairline. Uh-huh. This is like the some, kitchen? Yes, I I, I want to cook in that kitchen all day. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, apple pie? Yeah. Oh, peach fritters. cobbler. Fritters, yeah. yeah. Oh, put some peaches in that. Uh-huh. Uh, I also think that there's a runner-up criminal for, I'm sorry, I let these bitches fucking get to me. That's bitch. Oh, bitch, yeah. She says it so many times, and like, oh, they show it so many times. And then, of course, James saying, I fucking love you. Oh, I... Every I clock that every single time. Mm-hmm. I fucking love you. Yeah, yeah. You don't love me. You don't love me. You don't love me. Yeah. I I really really. Uh, sorry. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, Farah. Farah, um, Farah, Farah. Yeah. Farrah or uh, who's the who's the one who looks? Oh, Blair Sinclair. It was like thank you. I always confuse those two at the beginning. Um, no, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like they look very similar. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. So I also really enjoyed. Uh, when they were showing the clip of them talking to bitch after the reunion of like, well, how are you like, how are you going to not crumble? And like that whole idea of like remembering to breathe. And I think that's like, that seems to me like something that RuPaul would tell a queen. And so for bitch to kind of have that already as like a learned thing, I think that's, um, it's just like one more, you know, feather in her cap, you know, completely, completely. Um, Anyway, then we get this fine, this floor show. And you know, in, I'm going to be totally honest. 
I didn't watch. I only watched the filth portion once because okay. it was so disgusting, and yeah. it has a lot to do with bitch pudding's filth. I mean, it was absolutely. I gagged. I I looked away. Yeah, no, it was so gross. It was great. Um, well, let's talk about glamour first. Let's okay. That, that glamour. Came first. Um, yeah, we have bitch with the short hair and the dress. It was um, glamour with like kind of a wink because she's shown her ass. Yeah, it was very like Beetlejuice waiting room uh, as right, well yes, with the makeup. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Like, and at first I was like, I don't know if I like this look. And then the more that I like was watching it, the more I thought about it, and of course, like the cheeks and all that, I was just like, oh no, this is brilliant because you're trashy, you're glamorous, you're dead. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Like, yeah. I kind of love that this isn't like a pretty dress. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I think if I'm going to think about the, the drama and what the challenge is, I think James won for me with the Raven dress, which I thought was so appropriate because we were oh. calling him like the Raven of the season. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he had the fan finally. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little wink with mm-hmm. the red glitter coming out. And then uh, just that long train that sweeps around. It was just like very like blood wedding Lorca. Like, yeah. Oh, I just thought it was so well conceived. And then compared to Bitch, it was very Bitch's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I just thought in terms of glamour with a capital G, it was like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. James absolutely won the Glamour Floor show. That, that you know, bringing a story, bringing the ashes, like that look. I mean, the, yeah, the feathers, the the glitter coming out of the fan. Like there, it was, it was so good. Right. And it reminded me, wasn't there something Jaja did in Drag Race Thailand that was similar with like being a a, a widow? Mm, wasn't there that something? Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I just I kept remembering that, but I couldn't remember what it was. Um, Victoria. Th- this look was great, but it yeah. just wasn't as strong as the other two. Yeah. Because it seemed, I think she got lost in that thing, the the well, wire thing well, that I she think, had you know, she, she had just gotten surgery and they didn't want her to chew her stitches. And so they put a little <laughs> cone on her head. Oh, so, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that the length of the dress was also reminiscent of like a door. Oh yeah, it was a mermaid dress. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I think that length doesn't really, it was too high. And I think the Boulay brothers mentioned that as well. Right. And the performance, I mean, in Glamour, to me, Victoria was like, it was a, she looked great, but the longer she was there, the more I was like, that's all there really is. Yeah. It yeah. just Whereas wasn't. Bitch, there were, I think there were, uh, you, it was enticing and you were like, why is this Glamour? Mm-hmm. And then you figure it out. She turns around with the ass cheeks and with, with James, it was just a show from start to finish. Yeah. There just really wasn't a show with Victoria. Right. Yeah. Um, the filth look, I... God, I mean, let's talk about Victoria first. Okay. Uh, So I loved this. I thought it was a really great performance. I agreed with Mm Boulez. I thought this was a great performance. Like, this was really, really creepy and more disgusting than horror. Yeah, you know, I... She looked phenomenal. Sure, but every time I've watched this one, I've struggled with, like, this is just... It, I see the filth. I totally get what she's doing. It's just still more horror than filth for me. Yeah, and that would be my critique too. You know, but I, I thought it was beautiful. I think that beautifully if, executed. I think that if she was going to play this character, and that character was like playing with medical waste, right. and maybe like pleasuring herself with like you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that would make sense to me. Versus this, which just felt like she could have gone ten steps further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was just a different interpretation of filth that 
having a category of horror made it really hard. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, that's true. Um, James, uh, it was like this Honey Boo Boo meets Snooky J Wow. She put the turd and mustard. That's what I said. <laughs> so here was my question. I I loved this. I thought that this was. I did not expect it. I didn't expect it either. Yeah. And and the more I watched, I was like, okay, so like, where is where is she from? Who is this woman? Because this is a real woman. And then I thought with the big old wiener and the mustard, I was like, is Chicago? Well, I, I thought maybe, you know, certainly could be a little Detroit. Who knows? But I thought, what if she's like Eastern European? And I thought that's interesting. <laughs> that's and maybe that's why she got the, like she's like she's that's why she got the big old sausage. Uh-huh. You know, like she's, kielbasa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I thought, and she looks. It read hot dog to me. She read American to me. It read hot dog to me. It read like Jersey Shore to me. That's oh. what it, that is what it was. And she was like kind of undead about it. And like absolutely disgusting, uh, and and hoary. Yeah, I loved her just being like, "Hello, I'm Irina, and I am your <laughs> male alter bride." And then she shows up, and she's just whacking herself with a kielbasa. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't see that. I I feel like a male alter bride is like trying to impress. Well, you think that she's gonna be, but then you open the box or however they arrive, Jesus. and it's this. You know, <laughs> oh, I think god. that's great. Uh, blow up dolls arrive in a box. Mary. Yeah, no, I know, but I think when I was a kid, I used to think that mail. I, I, I I've had the same. I didn't image. understand yeah. like how do you mail order a bride, but yeah. now I know you just sex human, traffic. Yes, them. human yeah. trafficking. Now I get Terrible. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so nasty white trash. Bitch, you know, I feel like if you were going to play anybody on the show, you would play this janitor. Welcome to the stage, Janet Tor. Yeah. <laughs> I, and with the heels, the fact that she yes. wore heels. Yes. Is the nuance of the season that was like that? So that makes thank me, fucking you. Thank fucking you. Uh, you look fucking expensive, except you don't. But this is what they were talking about with Victoria with the alien: is how to put put a lash on it, right? Put a little drag on it, right? What would happen? This is what would happen, yes. and it's so good. Uh, it was just I literally couldn't watch all of it. Like I had yeah. to look away. It was so gross. Oh, when she was eating the hair. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, it drinking. Was, mm-hmm. Oh God, it was so gross. Yeah, it was, and her face, she, face. She was killing it. She was. Just, yeah, she, she completely transformed for me. I loved it. I would happily play this character. Yeah, sure. Um, she was great. Yeah, <laughs> Janet. Um, so then we have the horror. I have to tell you, for me, I mean, well, first of all, bitch. I'll talk about bitch in a second. But mm-hmm. Victoria's look was horrifying to me. Yeah, I mean, I just took the note, thank God for Facetune, right? But, like, I I think this was great. It was a great look. It was, like, head to toe. I think that it was, I mean, because we know what Victoria is capable of, I it was amazing. I just think then there was the alien. Oh, the alien, the, the first look with the right. face coming off. Right. No, it's like, I just right. know that for the final floor show. The fortune teller. Yes. She kind of like came too quickly on this season mm-hmm. because the last few looks, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like you came down a little bit. Right. Right. Like I, I was not wowed by but this. this but for me i was still I, I feel like it would still be something i would have nightmares about because mm-hmm. it was just this like zombie 19th century mm-hmm. victorian woman on a street corner that's dead so is this supposed to connect with her death scene you know what i mean like because she was basically playing the same character but oh alive. that's interesting yeah right that's interesting um yeah i mean obviously it's in, it's incredible 
but I mean, I think that I just know that she can do so much more. Right. And so, yes, I did not have the same moment I had with some of her early looks. Right. Um, James, um, what did you think of this clown? The killer clown? Uh, I thought it was scary. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it seemed a little rough. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't polished, yeah. uh, so therefore I could see that it was drag, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't as horrified. I hear that. I also feel like creepy clown drag, I get it. it. Like That is super creepy, but I think it's even creepier if you don't use an exclamation point. You know, if the I creepy is understated and just like under the surface, I, see what you mean. I think that is so much more effective because yeah. clowns are freaky anyway. Yeah. This androgynous clown. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah, I hear yeah. what you mean. I think that he could have he didn't have to like bold and underline everything. Oh, I'm well, a scary it's a, clown. It's a drag show, but at the same time, if you're going for horror, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, certainly it's a drag show, but I think that this is not about holding back. This is about how to make a more powerful impact. Yeah, no, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, and then bitch, this femme vampire. I, it was, Ugh. it was really scary. Yeah, I mean that, it, and it, I think the boule said it wasn't what I was expecting, but I and same, but it. In a very sort of simple way, it summed it up. It was like, yep. And in a way, it was like, this is horror and glamour combined. I hear that. You know, uh, it was it was great. I thought that at that point, it was like, oh, God, just crown this queen. Yeah, let her win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, bitch, bitch killed this floor show. Mm-hmm. I, and I, again, I'll go back to Victoria. Like, I love Victoria. Uh, I think she fell for me on the glamour. I thought her filth was... It was a great performance. I think without having to be labeled as fel- filth in and of itself, amazing. When she did the nitrous mask, okay, right. that yeah. was like, ooh, that's so like yeah. creepy. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So, I mean, I think it was so cool and she looked great. I don't know if it was filth in the way that I expected it, but mm. that's drag for you. That's drag, Mary. You know, you know? everybody's got assholes. I mean, yeah. opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're lucky, both. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's. That's. Do you have any other thoughts? I mean, she gets crowned in the studio, which is always. It's always. It always feels a little small. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, I. I think bitch there's... gets crowned. Everybody knows now. Yes, of course. Yeah, I think I ruined it the first episode. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I think that I took just a note of like the Boulets really understanding who James is as an outsider mm-hmm. and really like seeing who he is, and I think that's very. It reminds me of with Moniki of like, we're going to take the extra steps to see who you are right. versus just writing you off because we're put off by something you said or did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that takes a lot. And we don't, you don't see that almost at all on reality television. You make one misstep, you say one thing, you are one thing, and you are that thing yep. through, the, through the run of the show. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess there's the deliberation. Uh, I didn't learn anything new from the deliberation. For me, it was just kindness mm-hmm. um, and celebration um, yeah. and honesty, right? And and that's kind of what it was. But, uh, you know, opinions are opinions. It's, yeah. it's, it is subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, for me, when they were deliberating, they just kind of kept going back and forth playing Chinese checkers. And I'm just know. like, all right, yeah. this is going to be the whole show for them. Right. And and they, I think it was between Victoria and Bitch. Yeah. I think uh, James was kind of like the Jujube, right. the Alexis, where it's like amazing. But yeah. I think this is down to these two. Yeah. Which I I get. I do think that James 
I mean, it's again, if you want to compare, it's like you compare to Alexis Mateo. Yeah, but if you go back, she won just as many challenges as the other ones. That's right. And it's just as capable. That's right. And it's just hard to remember that yeah. for one reason or the other. Yeah, and, who, and maybe that's the reason, right? Mm-hmm. That it was like, well, she won, but is it, remem- is it memorable? Yeah, but is she, she the winner of this season? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's certain clear winners. I mean, it'll be interesting when we do uh, season seven. It's like, how did Viola Chachki yeah. win and not Ginger Minch? You know? Yeah, though I think with in retrospect and seeing kind of like the violet tchotchke effect i'm like oh of course the effect yeah yeah yeah. you don't really see it until then yeah you don't um Um, so yeah so that's that's dragula yeah i do just want to mention what i love about dragula is that when you get crowned uh (laughs) pouring the blood on her head it was like such a perfect carry reference of like the outsider wins right and the blood is celebratory that's right this is like the ghosts booing mean applause you being crowned and then having blood dumped on your head is Is a good thing is a standing ovation and i thought fucking dragula yeah fucking dragula fucking dragula you know yeah and i the i think the sort of thesis i really took away is like don't take death too seriously that's what dragula is kind of about i feel like RuPaul is always pushing don't take this life too seriously oh. and I feel like Dragula's version is don't don't take death too seriously you know like have like an embrace of the irreverence you know what I mean I think death representing kind of like things we fear or oh, things we, things don't we talk fear about, things that are dark right things that are dark yeah no for me uh, RuPaul is like embrace embrace your light mm-hmm. acknowledge your dark embrace your light whereas Dragula's like acknowledge your light and keep it mm-hmm but walk to the dark. Right. Like, let's but, see the dark. Right. But there, there's still some good stuff in the dark. You know? Oh yeah. And some truth. Interesting. Yeah. Truth, mm-hmm. truth, things that make people feel heard mm-hmm. and less alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of artistry, right? There's a yeah. whole, you know, crazy things happen at night. You know, Indeed. we all go a little mad sometimes mm-hmm. to quote psycho. It's yeah. like, okay, we got to see what's uh, in the underbelly too, in the right. underworld. See what, see what's going on at 3am. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Or, yeah. you know, yeah. 2.45, sure. The, the, yeah, the witching hour. Yes, yeah. Um, so, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Dragula, you can always reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary. Um, you can also email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, we also have a website, www.AllRightMary.com. Um, of course, you can also find me on Instagram. I'm Johnny also. And I am keeping things spooky on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. Um, And so if you want to get more of me talking about spooky shit, then uh, you should head over to that podcast and subscribe. And you could also follow me on iTunes. Nope, you can follow me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And you can find more of both of us at uh, patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, which if you are a Patreon, you already know you get a bonus episode every single week. Yeah, last week we did Edward Scissorhands. And this week we are doing the gayest horror film probably mm-hmm. I've ever seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge yeah Fredward Scissorhands <laughs> yes so um, yeah so if you want to Nightmare get... on Folsom Street yes exactly exactly <laughs> yeah um, and so uh, if you want to get on on that uh, patreon.com backslash all right Mary and then as usual iTunes would love to hear your glowing review and your positive rating there you go mm-hmm. now Mary we might need to take a little break oh no I'm prepared you're good Maybe. okay yeah. so we have the last chance lip sync that I don't know about yeah well I was thinking about this I realized we didn't talk about it but I was thinking it would only be appropriate if we ended Dragula with the last chance lip sync being Dragula by Rob Zombie. Oh, because okay. lip syncs can be all kinds of songs, and I think th- I think a Dragula Queen could 
turn this out. Okay. I really, it's such a performative song. Great. Um, so I just think it's only appropriate. All right. That sounds great, Mary. Yeah. So without further ado, that is that ends our recap of Dragula. Um, and we will see you next week with a fun little nuance episode and then a throwback to a spooky Matreon movie. So with that, Mary, here is Dragula. Oink, oink.